Hello, and welcome to Eyes on Success, a weekly program covering a wide variety of topics of interest to people with vision loss. I'm Nancy Goodman Torpy. And I'm Pete Torpy. Mass content x equals fraction negative b plus or minus the square root of b squared minus 4c over 2a. Now that was the JAWS screen reader reading a mathematical equation. Usually reading equations with a screen reader is not easy because many equations are 2D in form when they're printed, they're complex. So it's nice to have a method of reading some of those equations in a sensible fashion. We'll speak with Ron Miller, Blindness Technology Products Specialist at Vispero, about how the JAWS screen reader makes it possible to read complex mathematical equations using MathML. But first for our tip of the week. This week's tip comes from Ron Miller. If you're going to use the MathML feature, it's done in two different ways, depending on where you're actually viewing math content. If you're looking at math content on the web, so you're reading down through a web page, you hit some math and JAWS announces math content, so you know that MathML can be used, you can invoke the math viewer by pressing enter, and then you can begin to navigate around that equation. If you're reading a Word document and you're reading down through and there's some math and JAWS says math content, so it can read the embedded math content, the markup, you invoke it a little bit differently. You press insert space. So you hold insert down, tap the space bar, release them and press the equals key. So insert space followed by equals, and that will invoke the math viewer within a Word document. So there's a little bit of a difference there. Good for people to know that distinction if they're not getting the expected results from their web page or Word document. That's right, because if they're like me and forget that there's a difference, they start entering blank lines into their Word documents, and that's an unhappy moment. Support for Eyes on Success is provided by APHConnectCenter.org, empowering people toward independence and success by providing blogs, information, and resources for individuals of all ages who are blind or visually impaired. Information and referral line are at one 800-232-5463. You are listening to Eyes on Success. Success, 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 success. Let's start by meeting Ron. Well, Ron, you've been on Eyes on Success several times before, but for those who may not remember, can you reintroduce yourself? I'd be glad to. My name is Ron Miller, and I've been with Vespero 22 years in May. Can you tell people what your current role is? Sure. I am the Blindness Technology Product Specialist. That's a bit of a step from I was a product manager before, but as the product manager, I did a lot of what I'm doing now. So I did a lot of product demonstrations, product trainings, webinars, get to go to a lot of conventions and meetings and stuff. So Changing hats to the product specialist, that's what I do all the time. I understand you are also a user of much of this technology. Yes, absolutely. I use all of the blindness technology. Uh, as we are speaking, I'm looking at notes on my Focus Braille display, on my computer running JAWS. You know, I've carried an L Braille note taker with me everywhere but the beach and the shower. <laughs> so 
and before that it was the pack made and before that the millennium i do really use this stuff i i don't just talk about it uh from notes uh as a as a totally blind guy i use it all the time support for eyes on success is made possible in part by our corporate partners Find out more about partnership opportunities by sending an email to hosts at eyesonsuccess.net. This week's focus topic is how you can access even complex mathematical content using JAWS. Well, Ron, today we wanted to talk about MathML and some of the support that JAWS has for MathML. But before we do that, Maybe you can educate our listeners as to what MathML is and why it's around. MathML has been around since, I believe, 2018, though it might be 2016. It was created to let JAWS users hear math better. It's always been possible to listen to equations using speech, and you could kind of read them using Braille output if you looked at them in computer Braille. But JAWS was not elegant about the way it dealt with math. Um, I don't know whose idea this was. I'm sure Eric Damry was involved and, and other folks who were much smarter than me, uh, people like you guys who are mathonauts. And um, there really was a need to make JAWS make math much more easily approached. So MathML grew out of that desire. And what MathML does is if an equation is encountered on the internet, which is where it all started, written in the math markup language, and then it is now moved to Word. I'll talk about that in a minute. When math is encountered, JAWS will indicate this, math using the markup that is needed. JAWS will say math content. And if one invokes the MathML feature, it is possible to navigate through an equation using the arrow keys, left, right, up, down, arrows, and hear the equation spoken in a way that makes sense to somebody who's doing the math, whether you're a student in a math class or you're somebody working with math um, as an adult professional. And so math is spoken correctly. The equations are spoken correctly using um, terminology that is right for math. So you're not just listening to uh, computer Braille symbols being read. That's useful on a couple of levels. It, it helps somebody who's using the equations, perhaps in a professional setting or in college or whatever, helps uh, a lot of people to apprehend uh, the content better and then to comprehend it. And if somebody's in, let's say, K through 12, and they are encountering math and using uh, MathML, it lets the, the student hear math spoken the way a math teacher would say it, the way an instructor who knows about math and is, is teaching math would talk about those equations. So again, it helps to, to apprehend the content and to comprehend it. On the off chance, there's anybody listening to this episode who doesn't know what JAWS is. That's the screen reader from Vispero. Right. And JAWS has been around longer than I've been aware of it. I think it came out in DOS in, what, 1994 or something. So JAWS is Job Access with Speech. And the aim for Hunter Joyce and then Freedom Scientific, Vespero, has always been to make JAWS a productivity tool that can be used in school, that can be used uh, in the professional world. Um, you know, So job access, of course, but also education access and access to stuff at home. 
And the basic problem with reading math with a screen reader is that a lot of mathematical expressions, first of all, they have lots of expressions and sub-expressions inside parentheses, exponents and subscripts and things like that. But also a lot of math visually is represented in a two-dimensional format. And when you're reading with a screen reader or a braille display, you only hear or see a line at a time. So without some other way of accessing this information, it can be very difficult to understand what those equations and expressions are all about. That's really true. I know for me, I mean, I didn't get beyond algebra in high school. I'll I'll tell you that right off. That's why I say I'm not really a mathonaut. But I did get into quadratic equations and other algebraic stuff. And I used Braille, which helped me to visualize that. But a lot of folks aren't Braille users. And a lot of times nowadays, we're encountering content on a computer electronically in Word. We've talked about it on the internet. And unless you've got a photographic memory, it's really hard to hold that whole equation in your mind and to be able to to think of it in order and to work through it. Well, Ron, maybe you can give us a demonstration of exactly what we're talking about here and why MathML is so important. Sure. I've got a quadratic equation in front of me. I've got a Word document open. So let's get that. Math content x equals fraction negative b plus or minus the square root of b squared minus 4c over 2a. So Jaws read it in a kind of a long string. It preceded that by saying math content. So if I press insert space. Space followed by the equal sign. Math content x equals fraction negative b plus or minus the square root of b squared minus 4c over 2a. So I've pressed insert space, followed by the equal sign, and the math content feature has been invoked. And we heard JAWS read the equation in one long string. And what I can do now, as I'd said earlier, is use the arrow keys to navigate that equation. Also on my Braille display, I'm seeing this equation I've got a blinking cursor indicating where the focus is. And it right now is under the X for this equation. So let's press right arrow together. Two math content and superscript minus four a period C and root. Okay. So it indicates the, the root and numerator. Okay. And we've got that fraction for our quadratic equation. So we've just read the numerator. Two a period and denominator. And that's our denominator. If I press up arrow, math content x equals fraction negative b plus or minus the square root of b squared minus 4c. We hear the whole thing. And as I navigate left and right into the numerator, into the denominator, if I press down arrow, I will get into just the numerator and I can move left and right on that. If I want to focus on a part of this equation, let's say the root that's there, I can again move the cursor to that, move focus to that. And I can then arrow down into that. It's the, the square root uh, b squared minus 4ac. And I'm not going to do a lot of this. Math is no fun to listen to like this. Uh, but I do want to just explain what we've done. And you can actually drill down into that equation, into any element or part of that equation, and look at all of that, examine it audibly. Uh, again, if you've got Braille attached, you can see it. So arrowing down lets you get more and more into the fine details of the equation and explore it piece by piece. If you arrow up, it moves you back up a level, if you will. So for example, from within that uh, square root that's there, back up into the numerator, if I up arrow again, I would hear the whole equation again. So you've got a lot of control in how you read around math content. 
I have a question. I'm fully sighted, so I am not a JAWS user, so I'm not used to the way it speaks equations. But it's pronouncing the symbol A like the word uh. Uh. (laughs) Is that just something you have to get used to? That is something you have to get used to. I suppose you could probably go into the JAWS uh, dictionary and tell it every time it sees uh, it says A, and you might have to spell that A-Y or something. I'm not sure how to do that. But yeah, JAWS says A as uh. Maybe there's a feature request when you're in the math content, it says A. <laughs> you could make it say A, yeah. You could you could even do it if you know you're going to be reading a lot of math in Word, let's say. Make a, uh, a dictionary rule just for Word. So there's probably some things to be done. That's a good suggestion. I'm going to I'm going to float that and see if the development team can make JAWS smart enough to know that when MathML is invoked, it says A instead of A uh, because that's that's pretty good. Yeah. I'll give that a plus 1. There you go. <laughs> that's right. And you reminded me Nancy, if you've got a sighted uh, teacher or parent or even a friend or colleague working with you and I'm listening to MathML talking and, and babbling away uh, doing math, you need to know where I'm actually listening. So there's a visual indicator on screen of what's being read. As somebody's navigating around, it'll be indicated to you what part of the equation is, is being uh, addressed, whether it's the whole thing or a sub part of the whole equation. So it's indicated visually as well as audibly and using the, uh, the blinking cursor on a braille display. It's very multimodal in that way. That brings up actually another benefit of using the math ML in JAWS and having it speaking the equations properly for any sighted assistant of the blind student. Because reading equations properly is a skill, and most people who haven't been trained in it don't get it right. So for them to be able to hear it spoken properly and see where that is on the equation is a great learning tool for the teachers, the parents, etc. It is a great learning tool. And it's something that I know we consulted with teachers. We consulted uh, with people who have taught math and know math on the best way and the correct way to say these things. And if you're either working in arithmetic stuff where you have to use math, using the right words and the right descriptions for these equations becomes essential. Now, what exactly are you seeing in Braille as you navigate? Are you seeing what is spoken underlying? Are you just seeing what is spoken on the Braille display or the whole expression or what? I see the whole expression in Braille and I see it in Nemeth Braille. So the the Nemeth math code is being used uh, and used correctly when I'm looking at MathML on my Braille display. The thing that changes as I use the arrow keys to make speech read me different parts of these equations or the down arrow to drill down into, let's say, that square root or let's, you know, other parts of, of the uh, the numerator um, or if it's a different equation, other parts of a, you know, multi-factor thing. What happens is the, the cursor, which is dot seven and eight at the very bottom of the Braille cell, we've got a blinking cursor, a flashing cursor, kind of like a, a visual cursor flashes. And that cursor moves so that it's underneath whatever part of this equation is being spoken. If you remember, the last thing we did is we pressed up arrow a couple of times to force JAWS to read the entire equation because focus was on the entire equation. And in this instance, since we're addressing the whole thing, the blinking cursor is under X for the, you know, the equation of X equals and then our big fraction. So 
uh, in Braille, I see the whole thing represented, but I'm always aware of where focus of the math ML math viewer actually is. Got it. So basically the concept here is you get into this math ML state, which is a special state of JAWS by hitting insert space followed by equals. And then you're able to navigate from one expression to another with the right and left arrows. But if you want to drill into that expression to see if there are sub expressions, then you use the up and down arrows to go to the next bigger expression or down to the next lower sub expression with the down arrow. Exactly right. And when you're done with this, you press escape and the, uh, the math viewer is dismissed and you can move to other math equations. And again, if there's other content as you move through the document, assuming you're in a word document, it will say, uh, math content. On a web page, the rules are slightly different. If you're on a web page and you encounter math content that uses the, the math markup, math ML, you hear math content and all you have to do is press enter and it will invoke the math viewer and you can navigate the same way as you just described. The reason we had to add insert plus space followed by equals is if you are happily reading through a Word document and you encounter math content and you say, oh, Jaws said math content and you press enter, you enter a blank line into your Word document. I did that a few months ago. I was demonstrating MathML, had not done it for a while, had not used it for a while and forgot that in Word you have to press insert space followed by equals. And I sat there rather perplexed saying I keep entering blank lines into my document. <laughs> you know, that's interesting. When you started talking about the insert space bar followed by equals, I was used to just hitting enter because I guess I had just ever used MathML on the web. I had never used it in a Word document. So that's good to know the distinction. Well, and if you forget, you will sit there entering blank lines and erasing lines. And <laughs> it's that what have I done kind of moment, you know. So, yeah, I had to go look it up. Now, MathML, JAWS has been supporting this for the past few years. But MathML itself is a standard, sort of like HTML, of how people should write math in web content and in these Word documents. So it's it's actually has to be done properly in the web markup, Right. Right. You've got to use the markup language. And in Word, it actually has gotten much easier because a couple of years ago, what JAWS started to do is it started to support uh, Word's native math markup. So if you want to insert an equation, you can go into the ribbon, into the insert ribbon, insert uh, tab in the ribbon and insert an equation. You just insert an equation and let, let Word's own uh, markup create the equation. And uh, JAWS is now smart, smart enough to say, oh, that's that's math content as well, and you get the math viewer. And I guess for a while, MathML was an evolving standard, but I suspect that it's pretty mature now, or is it still changing? It seems to be. I, You know, I'm not a developer, so I don't know what's happening kind of in the back of the house as they chase standards. But you've got access to MathML now on the web, wherever the markup's used. You have it in Word if you use the native uh, math uh, tools inward. And if you've got a Kindle book, which is using the markup to do math, the math markup language, um, MathML actually will, will be detected and you can view equations in a Kindle book using the math viewer as well. Now, having said that, I searched long and hard for math books uh, in my Kindle account that used the math markup. And I couldn't find any. So it's frustrating 
Um, the ability is there, but it's up to the producer of the book to actually use the correct markup language. Right. And you see that on the web also. Some equations are perfectly accessible if they've used MathML properly in their web pages. But if they haven't, those equations are just as cryptic as they used to be. That's right. You get it in, in computer braille on your display and you get it. It's sort of, you know, what you hear is what you get. Now, I understand that Wikipedia and other places have uh, adopted the, the MathML markup several years ago. Yeah, well, we have to make producers and developers more aware of the tools that are available to make this content accessible. And it seems like they are slowly becoming more aware of that and integrating that into the documents, which is a good thing. You notice that it's all about, to sound cliche, I suppose, but it's all about spreading the word uh, on a lot of different levels and convincing people that the effort that it takes uh, is is justified by the results one gets, you know, uh, and it's it's important. It's important to get the word out. Ron, you've talked a lot about how JAWS can read mathematical expressions. How about writing mathematical expressions? The other thing that we've done recently is that we've introduced the uh, the Braille Math Editor. So the other piece of this. It has been the ability to actually enter math in a Word document using the Braille keyboard on a Braille display. And what students want to do, what others want to do, is use the Nemeth Braille code and have JAWS back translate it and drop it into a Word document. So, for example, if if I've been given a test and the equations are on the test, maybe I work out the steps to this equation on my Braille writer but then I've got to provide the answer. Maybe even I show my work. Okay. You know, I can, if I could just get into the, into the word document, I could enter the lines of that equation, but I don't have to think about how to do it on my QWERTY keyboard where all the symbols are. I, I do it in Nemeth all the time. I can read it. I've done it on my Braille writer. So we've introduced the Braille math editor. And if you're in an open word document, you can actually input Nemeth Braille. If you invoke the math editor, write the string of Braille that you need, press enter, JAWS will back translate it and insert it into the Word document using Word's own math tools. So you've got an equation that reads correctly and uh, it looks right on the, on the page. Since we don't have time for the Braille editing demo, can you tell people the hotkey that's used to get into that mode? I sure can. If you're using a focused Braille display and you want to use the um, Braille math editor, you press dots three, four, six, seven, and spacebar all together. So for people who are familiar with uh, Nemeth Braille, it's like a Braille plus sign plus dot seven and space. That'll invoke the Braille Math Editor. It'll announce that it's come up. It'll say Braille Math Editor. And then you'll be in an edit field. You enter the equation. And when you're done, you press enter and it will it will back translate from Nemeth to uh, and putting characters into Word for you. Now, just so everybody knows, when you're in the math editor, JAWS is not real smart. It's not going to name the numbers that you press and the, and the arithmetic symbols that you use. It's going to give you the dot keys that you press. So if you press Nemeth Braille 3, it's going to say dots 2, 5. If you press a plus, as we just talked about, it'll say dots 3, 4, 6. Don't let that bother you. It's okay. That's what's supposed to happen. Go ahead and enter your equation or the line of that equation you're working on at the moment and press enter and you will be quite 
happy that it will back translate for you and you can read it and it'll speak it correctly once you've once you've pressed enter. Well, that sounds like a very useful tool in addition to JAWS. You just described a hot key that involves pressing five different keys at the same time. I uh-huh. assume it's possible to invoke sticky keys for people who have dexterity issues and, and can't do that. That's a great question. And I this is on the Braille display. And only recently have we responded to a request we've been getting for quite a while for the Focus Braille display line, uh, which is one-handed mode. And one-handed mode has been around on other products that we've offered. As I say, we've just finally done it on the Focus Braille display. One-handed mode allows you to press one key at a time. So in, in this case, dots three, four, six, seven, and spacebar, and then terminate that with another space. So for example, if I wanted to enter the letter P, let's simplify it a little, little bit. So P is dots one, two, three, and four. Normally you press them all together. I could press one, release it, and then two, and then three, and then four, just with one finger and then space, and that would enter the letter P. And then I could continue on with all of my letters. So I'm I'm writing the word PAC, so P-A-C-K. Then when I come to space, I would press space and space again to tell it I'm I'm terminating that character. It's a space. So it's very possible to do what you ask using the one-handed mode, yes. You are listening to Eyes on Success. Success, success, success. Now for this week's final item, how to learn more about the recently added ability to read and write mathematical content using JAWS, and how to contact the folks at Vispero, including Ron Miller. If people are interested in more information about JAWS or some of the products Freedom Scientific and Vispero sell, where would you send them? Oh my goodness, freedomscientific.com. And as you arrow down, you'll see uh, some some menus that can be opened. One of them is products. The other place I would send them is to freedomscientific.com slash training. There is so much that our training department is is offering, and they're creating content all the time. If anybody had a question or a comment, what would they do? They could send one to me, of course. My email's easy. It's rmiller for Ron Miller. R. Miller at Vispero, which is V-I-S-P-E-R-O dot com. R. Miller at Vispero dot com. Do you have a social media presence? Yes, Vispero has a Facebook page. We are on Twitter. We are a lot of places. Um, I do appearances on everybody else's clubhouse presentation. Not everybody else's. I, I ride pretty closely with the training department. And we are on ACB communities quite a bit on Thursdays. I appear there about once a month, so I I go where I'm told. (laughs) And as usual, you can find all of that contact information in the show notes associated with this episode at www.eyesonsuccess.net. As a reminder, if you're interested in more episodes that we've done about science, careers in science, mathematics, computers, etc., Use the handy search field on our website and just enter one of those terms and you'll find episodes along with summaries and links to the audio and show notes for those episodes in our archive of nearly 600 episodes. 
That's it for show number 2227. Next week on Eyes on Success, we'll be talking about a graphical Braille display from APH and the EBRF format. Wouldn't it be nice to have an affordable, two-dimensional, refreshable Braille display? Soon that may not just be a dream. We'll speak with Greg Stilson and William Freeman from the American Printing House about the new technology behind their combined text and graphics display they are working on, as well as formatting standards for such displays. So if you'd like to learn more about this initiative and refreshable 2D Braille displays, join us next week. You've been listening to Eyes on Success, hosted and produced by Nancy Goodman Torpy and Peter Torpy. You can access the full archive of previous shows, subscribe to the podcast, and much more by going to our website, www.eyesonsuccess.net. If you have questions about anything you've heard on the show or have suggestions for future shows, send an email to hosts at eyesonsuccess.net. Thank you for listening and have a nice day.